Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast was previously recorded on December 11th, 2014. Jim and Aaron are still having lunch every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Join Club Bald Move to watch these lunches live. You can also connect with us on the forums.baldmove.com or on Twitter with the hashtag baldlunch. Welcome to Lunch with Jim and Aaron, where we don't have lunch and probably you don't either. Is this mic on? But uh, we sit and we talk about whatever comes to mind, and uh, we hope to accrue some questions and answers from our viewers mm-hmm. with the little Q&A app, which I realize is kind of cumbersome to get to. I still need to, that's that's something I need to do next week. Next week's a little sleepier, a little quieter. I need to come up with some uh uh, exact instructions on how to do that, how to participate and do all that stuff. Um, what do we want to talk about this week? PayPal wants me to know that I've got money in my account and I should spend it on PayPal things. Really? Well, that's yeah. marketing. They just sent me an email and said, Hey, go to Walmart and shop, go to Target and shop, go to eBay and shop. All right. All right. Ain't, n- nothing, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of marketing bump and grind. I guess. Yeah. Why not? So uh, we just, uh, one thing we can talk about uh, lots of things we can talk about. I mean, we just this morning watched uh, Breaking Bad episode 203. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be podcasting on that a little bit later. We've got coming out probably today a little movie podcast where we talk a little Interstellar, a little Snowpiercer, a little Big Hero 6. Uh, oh, I think we got to save that for tomorrow. Really? I th- we don't have anything coming out no, tomorrow, American do we? Horror. Just because you're oh, not in it doesn't your mean... stupid little podcast you guys do. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, so we also turned the 6 million downloads over on the download odometer. That's a pretty big milestone. Yeah, We definitely. hit 5 million back in July, less than six months later, much less than almost less, around five months later, we, we turn over six. I With the winter we've got coming up, where Better Call Saul comes out, Mm-hmm. Where we got Walking Dead coming back in February, where we're putting Justified back on the map, where we're getting the Americans, which is a huge, huge hit show. Yeah. We could see seven million. We could we could see seven million before Game of Thrones, right? Hmm. So the trend has been about three hundred thousand a month when Walking Dead's on the air. Yeah. So maybe like you get two and a half months of that, you get some other shows in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of cool that we're 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 racking up those millions uh, faster and faster. Although uh, once somebody yeah. somebody on the forums I think uh, da- put a little cold water by saying, "Hey, yeah, 6 million downloads, that's a good week for cereal." <laughs> no, that's a Thursday morning for cereal. That's a Thursday morning. Yeah. Speaking of cereal, have you heard mm. this week's episode yet? 
I listened is to it. Is this week's the one where they talk about the defense? Nope. Nope, they just just one dropped this 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 morning. This, this Thursday. No, then fuck no, I haven't heard that. I find it's the perfect length for a drop my kid off at school commute. Hmm. Because like it only takes me like 20 minutes to get to school, but there's like a back road I can take that's kind of like a nice easy drive that's about 40 minutes. Oh. And I've been it's it's become my habit to uh, catch up on cereal during that that ride because it's also thursday morning and, and what else am i doing i just yeah. can't i don't listen to cereal with him in the car because you know it's about people killing and uh sarah sure. uh, sarah coning said motherfucker on today's podcast she said motherfucker she said motherfucker did that go out over the uh npr airwaves it, well i mean these it went certainly off, not it went off on the cereal podcast i don't know yeah i know but uh, did you see her did you see her colbert report appearance last night no okay interesting well then i don't know what to talk about um, are we going to do something in celebration of 6 million downloads? Or are we going to give ourselves the Christmas vacation? I don't like 5 million. Yeah. That was a huge milestone. So you're saying uh, nothing, nothing from us until we get like, to 10. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> like, I don't know what to do every million. Like if we were serial, did they say every million we're going to do a thing? Like, no, they said they'd be just uh, doing things constantly. Yeah. They they said we want to fully fund our podcast for next season if you give us money and they did it in one week. That's that's a nice oh, trick. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, we still haven't learned that trick. No, no. <laughs> uh, do you think that? Hmm. Shoot, I got derailed. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. No, I totally forgot. All right. Uh, well, I don't know what to talk about, man. Oh, uh, oh, I I I got something for him. Uh, a godfather extravaganza over the next two weeks yeah do a godfather podcast godfather two podcast how about that <laughs> but we were totally wait, 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 doing wait. those where'd godfather three podcast go <laughs> it's the uh, you know i got the maybe that's for seven or that's for 10 million guess we got we got to save oh, something. Ten, you're saving the worst godfather movie for the 10 million you don't mark? know that you've never even seen the movie i've heard I've heard it's the worst. Yeah, and well. when you look at the first and second, I don't see how the third could be as good. It's funny because I used to say that about the second one. Like people, it used to annoy me that people claim the ep- the that the second one is better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not so sure. I, I, I think saying clearly better is a little bit of a stretch. Oh yeah, but it's probably at least as good. It's just not as immediately accessible. Hmm. I mean, that's the thing, okay. like, you know, Godfather is just watchable from from the literally first frame where yeah. Godfather 2, there's a couple parts where it just feels a little bit harder to get to get to get a hold of. But that's for sure. the Godfather podcast. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, you can talk about the Star Wars trailer. <laughs> I don't think we've talked about that. <laughs> no, anymore. I don't think we've talked about that. Uh, um, uh, oh, one cool thing is our buddy Richard from Screen Monsters um, sent us in sent us a really cool print that he worked up for the uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, give it the wide shot. Give it the wide shot? Well, the wide shot's not going to show the detail. No. uh, It's not going to have my my It shows the whole thing, at least. (laughs) Um, Well, this is the detail shot. Okay. The the poster says half measures. And it's it's, (laughs) you can't tell, but this is actually like a bronze flake. So it's got, you know, like a a bass boat kind of shimmers. And Mm. it's our favorite man trout here. And uh, yeah, we'll go wide with it. See, see what that does for us. Whoa, went yeah. too wide. This is the whole. This is this is the whole schmeal with the studio lights just whiting it out. Yep. Boom. Yeah. But that's cool. That's a really awesome print. We're gonna have to yeah. give it a, a place of honor up in our, our studio. 
Um, uh, all right. Do you have something? I've got something I want to try. Okay. I want to try to replace my head with Jonathan Banks. Can we make that happen? I don't know that we can make that happen. All right, tilt my camera down. All right, here's... I'm taking your camera off the tripod. And... and uh, oh, shit. The cable's not long enough. I was going to say, just tilt it down. <laughs> You're not going to be able to hold that steady. Put it back on, a, put it back on this, the tripod. Tilting it down is not going to work. I'll make, I'll make this happen. What do you mean it won't happen? Yeah, tilt it down. Well, now I can't see a goddamn thing. There you go. Right, move it over. Does it need to come? What do you mean? I can't see what. Oh, you can't. What you oh, I see do. what you're saying. All right. You need to. Um, you need to rotate it. You need to to yeah make the camera kind of come back swing around on it, and then somehow we need to get we need to get JB like all. Yeah, this was a bad idea from the start. Well, it's going to happen. I almost spilled whistle pig all over it. Does that count for anything? <laughs> all right. So we've got in principle everything we need to do to to do the head and uh, replacement. Sure. Let's uh, let's gotta, try this out. Let's zoom in on that guy. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I forgot sure. about this. Yeah, we'll just leave Gary up there. Sure. All right. Why, why not? not? Why not? You have to crop the shit out of that. I am. I'm going to be cropping the shit out of it. Ooh, you need to be saying something entertaining while I'm doing this. That's the problem. You know that okay. time how I did like a little dog and, and pony while uh, you guys were deliberating the costume and I was just like mm -hmm. making a fool of myself? You need to channel that. Get that uh, going. All right. Sure. Look at that man trout's ears. That's impressive. You can get that right on my face. <laughs> hey everybody little little known fact the man trout hails from san diego uh, went to san diego university uh is give uh, say something for us uh, mike hey everybody how's it going <laughs> this is pretty low rich shit man it is <laughs> it is what we need to do is we need to get a close-up of my mouth and overlay it over his and then Oh, like the Conan O'Brien stuff. Wait a second. Wait a second. I don't know if we can actually do that, but can I can I duplicate a camera? Like add a camera sure. again? Yeah. Really? As many times as you want. No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. But the oh, zoom this, on this is not going to be nearly. This this won't work. I mean, maybe it will. There's no <laughs> effing way it's going to work. Also, if you can get my eyes in there, that'd be great too. Like that's the thing I think Conan's. Uh, pictures were missing Conan skits is that he didn't have the eyes because if you had the eyes you could do so much more with that if you think I'm going to put your eyes on top of this no I don't expect you're you to. insane I don't have the precision and you're gonna to have to work with me you're gonna to have to slouch and slump and, and do some <laughs> horrifying horrifying <laughs> I'm gonna give you a, a uh, this is gonna turn into like thumb wars yeah this is gonna be a shit pretty show quick, pretty quick uh, let's see. Do I have to make this a bigger number to make that? There we go. Ooh. Oh, hey. Now, now. we're starting to look. We control the vertical and the horizontal. Boom. Yeah. Uh... I got that. I got that axis about where <laughs> I want it to be. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hmm. Hmm. That's pretty good, right? Sure. 
Yeah, now uh, squeeze that other side in there. Dialed in. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could have like a, a dentist give you a, a long distance dental <laughs> checkup too. Ah. Okay. Uh, let's now work. This is blurry as shit. All right, so size it down. Put it on his mouth. We're good to go. Hey, everybody. I'm Mike the Man Trout. <laughs> You're, this is like the mouth of Sauron, more like it. Uh, Mike the Man Trout. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> Walter. What are you doing, Walter? You're selfish and you're stubborn. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Walter. <laughs> Trouble is, I can't see it. I need to put my glasses back on. Oh, yeah, that'll help. Oh, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Big oh, smile God. from Mike. Oh, God, I want to pass out. Yeah. This isn't even it. that funny, but I'm about we to pass out at the surreal, how surreal it all is. <laughs> Do you like my sweatshirt? <laughs> <laughs> I went to San Diego State. University. <laughs> now you're going Batman with it. It gives you a little Batman effect because it's just your mouth. It looks like it really does. You're yeah. Mike Man. Like Mike's face is the cow. You are literally the man trout at this point. We're launching funny? a new comic series here. <laughs> Can I put this back the way it was? Oh, let yes. <laughs> yes. So we can oh switch to it whenever we want. That's so cool. We have uh, the mic. We just have Jonathan the mic. Jonathan Banks in the studio, Walter. Walter, I need a drink, Walter. What's your? <laughs> that's a good. That's a pretty good Banks grimace there. Um, let me see here. Uh, whoa. Uh oh, that didn't, that didn't go right. That did not go right at all. Shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. I fucked it up. I fucked it right up. Nope, that's not it. Where's my mouth? Hell if I know. I've lost it. I somehow... Did you uncheck the, the mouth cam? There we go. That's it. I need to... Ma did it... Did it Z-axis go wonky or something? Hmm. That's the one, right? Right, that one right there? That's all the way at the top. Why is it not? Huh. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was it was fun while it lasted. Oh, it there it is. There it is. What why the hell is it so small? You see it? Yeah. Oh, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand this 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 whole system well enough to theorize on oh, on what center. happened. I think it like when I was trying to get it a little tighter on your mouth, and uh, somehow it screwed up the scaling on it. There you go. That is an unhappy. That is an unhappy Mike Demantra. <laughs> this is how I always look, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> no half measures no half measures Walter <laughs> well, I was back in Philadelphia and I had to beat a man to death born and raised in West Philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep the front face on on the on the police on the police force is how I spent most of my days 
So, do you think it's possible that we could like? Is there a way we could like do green, this live? No, no, green screen that. Oh, so totally. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what we would do is we would put a uh, like a gradient green screen circle around his mouth, probably, and have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pull that out and just put my mouth in there, dude. This would really blow open the whole idea of like live skits. Oh wide my god! Open. Like yeah. we could just go to like a Rick Grimes cam. Uh, like Rick, Rick, what do you have to say about this week's episode? Or you know, <laughs> we could have a Shane or Lori or Carl. Yep. I don't know totally. why all. I don't know why I always go to Walking Dead when it's uh, time to when do skit, skit mode. Yeah, it just seems like it's it's skits. It's skit worthy. You want to see something that's really crazy? Bitches. This is the the annoying orange, man. This is all he does. He puts that shit on an orange and calls it good. No. (laughs) No, no. no. I like to remind people that you can actually um, submit questions. Oh yeah, please do. Please yeah, do. if uh, using the there's a, there should be on your uh, screen on your video a little orange box in the bottom bottom left there uh, that uh, tilt, tilt that back up. Okay, that uh, allows you to click on and turn on the QA app. You need to pan. Nope, other way. You could put it right on a Christmas tree. That'd be kind of cool. Oh Christmas tree! Oh Christmas tree! All right, back to me. Oh uh, man, what else should we talk about? That was fun. I don't know. We could do camera tricks all episode. Nah, I'm vetoing that. I'm vetoing that. Although, I wonder what all else I can do with this thing. Can I? Uh... Uh, I feel like <clears throat> most of the characters would. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no. Oh wow! I can make that shit go upside down. Dang. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, you want to know? You want to get? You want to get really creepy with it? Oh fuck! Um, I'm hoping this is what's gonna do it. What the hell? What did that just do? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Huh? Weird. I don't know what I just did with it. I thought I was. I was trying to make your mouth go up and down. Like, hmm, that's mirrored. Yeah. Okay. So then I could probably do this. Nope. Yeah. That this is the true horror right here. What the fuck is this? I was I was trying to put your your mouth like a vertical slit over your real mouth, but that's <laughs> that's weird <laughs> okay enough of that for real enough of that okay <clears throat> we have a question do we uh-huh. uh let's see wes said did i hear you mention that you would be doing a serial wrap-up cast that is the plan um the plan entirely depends on whether we can get uh we have a friend his name's ian samuel we might have talked about this last week it feels like we talked about this sometime but he is a very successful appellate 
uh, attorney. Uh, he does mostly appeals. He actually worked for the federal government for a long time uh, under the uh, uh, United States Attorney's Office. Yeah, he clerked for he Supreme Court. He argued in front of the Supreme Court. He clerked for one of the justices of the Supreme Court for a year. Uh, he's now in one of the big law firms in, in New York City. And I think it'd be really cool to get that angle because you get a lot of like layman speculation. And, yeah, right. And, like, oh, Anon's clearly innocent. Yeah. Like, Anytime someone says he's clearly innocent or clearly <laughs> guilty, my eyes kind of glaze over and I just start like, uh-huh, please, please go on and tell me more. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think it would be cool to interject someone with real legal expertise. And I talked to him and he's, I guess attorneys are loving this. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And he verified that fact and that he's been like, uh, like a starting in the second week listener and mm -hmm. he has lots of opinions about it. Uh, but he's also super busy yeah. and it's Christmas time and it's going to be very hard to kind of corral him. But if we can do that, if, if, if we can do that, then, mm -hmm. uh, I would love to do a, a, uh, wrap up. Yeah. I, I imagine it'll be a lot like the episode of serial that she did that, uh, where she actually went to these people who like try to determine if cases were mishandled. Um, like, on yeah, the actual podcast. Like the, it's like the innocence project or something. Is that what it's called? I hell if I know. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I think it would be a lot like that where we would talk with someone who actually knows what they're talking about and right. be asking questions like, does this look fishy? Mm -hmm. Like what the hell went on here? Um, because I, I really liked that episode of the podcast and I thought, man, I'd love to hear more discussion with these people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's been the most interesting. Honestly, I, do you feel like this show, the, the podcast is running out of steam a bit? Like this is the third episode no, in a row so, today that I feel like I haven't learned anything new. And the show, I, I feel like this might've been better as an eight episode series. This particular maybe I, I don't know. I liked last. So I liked and I didn't like last episode. Mm -hmm. I liked the idea of last episode, go and sit, examine the defense and say, okay, what did the defense do? What was their defense of a non? Uh, but I don't feel like they went in depth enough on that. Right. It seems like it just confirmed. It, it confirmed what I already thought about the defense that it was uh -huh. kind of slipshod and wasn't very yeah. careful. And that, yes, there were cultural I, biases against the young man and, but I expected in an episode dedicated to the defense that they would go deeper on that. And I would learn more. You're right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I honestly, the whole listening to her cross examine Jay oh. was to me, that was it. I'm like, if I'm a juror, if I'm a jurist, this uh, is terribly boring, extremely insulting, and it's prejudicing me as, as it goes on. I just didn't, you know, yeah, yeah. like in her heyday, she might've been like this really you know, formidable force of legal nature or whatever, mm. but this was not her heyday. And I just felt bad for her. And I felt bad for not and all the families that she was the thing is representing at the end. Like it, when, when Sarah talks with people who are actually involved in the legal system, it seems like she's not like uh, Gutierrez is not that far off the mark as far as her defense. Right. Well, like Sarah herself is like, I, like, I don't see how this is effective, but every legal person she talks to has been like, yeah, that's basically how you do a trial. Well, they're so saying, it's like, is that us I, as lay people being out here going, well, I would be annoyed by this woman with these, these questions who, uh, these, these questions which are designed to make the guy look stupid. Um, and 
she's getting answers that she wants. And then she continues to ask the same question over and over again. Like that sort of shit would annoy me, but as a juror and as a lawyer, do you think that's normal? I don't know. I mean, there again, we're, I want to ask Ian about that specifically, but I think what, I think what I've heard them say is that the things she's doing are legitimate defense tactics, Mm -hmm. but I've never heard them say that what she is doing is particularly good or well suited for this particular case. And that's kind of what I suspect. Like some of these things she's doing would be effective if she had, and and the other thing is she she organized it a little bit. It seemed like she failed basic due diligence. Like not, Oh yeah. I, I keep coming back to like, she didn't follow up with the one person that could provide a a non, an alibi. And, you know, if you're a defense attorney and you don't follow up on those leads, it's like, it's not only does she not turn up new stuff or like get out there and do any work, but the stuff that was kind of handed to her on a silver platter, she didn't follow up on adequately in my opinion. So sure. um, And then her, you know, it's like, I was listening to the slate uh, spoiler podcast, serial mm-hmm. podcast, where they actually just talk. I don't know. It's they just talk about the case. Yeah. And the two women on there were like, I hate saying this, but honestly, hearing her kind of grating, naggy, whiny, it's like you wonder if somebody with a different tone of voice or different physical presence, different demeanor, yeah, with different demeanor would have been better suited for this case. Yeah, I can't help but think that that would influence me if I were sitting on that jury, whether I wanted it to or not. So, so hmm. um, let's see here. Um, I don't want it to turn into the serial podcast, yeah, but I'll, I'll take this last question that the West put in here. It says, did it disturb anybody in today's episode when she mentioned she got Adnan's permission to use the conversation about stealing money? It makes me worried that there could be juicy info he may not have allowed her to use. I I don't know. I mean... That's kind of been my problem with this podcast from the get go, and I enjoy the podcast, but it feels it feels weird to be vicariously oh. getting enjoyment from in like a law and order sense from this young man's case, and he's a seventeen year old that went to jail and fifteen years he's probably never going to get out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, her cooking the books in his favor is almost like an afterthought for me, and. Also, this is not, these were things that weren't matters of public record. So I feel like as a good reporter, when she's talking about rumors and reporting on speculation, that she has to get, you know, there has to be some kind of ground rules or what is she doing? You know, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, haven't I know you haven't seen this, 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 this podcast, this so. podcast. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It didn't, didn't particularly bother me over much any more than the, the rest of the stuff does. Uh, I am a little... I don't know. You you said like that Sarah may be, you know, stacking the deck for Adnan a bit. And I think that's kind of been the overall impression I've taken from Serial is that she doesn't believe he's guilty. Mm-hmm. And the tone of the podcast kind of takes that bent to it. Right. Uh, kind of has that bent to it. So like when I'm listening, I'm like, oh, there she goes again, completely defending Adnan and throwing doubt on everyone else. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Cause like I'm trying not to let that influence my opinion on it. Sure. Um, but at the same time, if it, if it influences her opinion on, she's the one making the podcast, then he's right. There may be things that she doesn't even say that maybe 
would have some sort of negative spin on Adnan. Cause I, frankly, right now I haven't heard anything negative about him. Sure. Like I, there was one question she asked him and I can't remember what it was, but it was uh, a few episodes ago. She asks him a question in the interview tapes while he's in prison. Mm-hmm. He does not have an answer for Yeah. Like, and it's a, it's a logic question. Like if this, then why would you do this? Uh-huh. And he just, he just, he can't answer it. He sits there for a good 10 seconds without saying a damn thing uh-huh. and comes back and is like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So they're, yeah. And, and that's the one time where I'm like, okay, maybe. I don't think she sweats him, a little bit. I don't think she sweats him very hard at she all because like even in the beginning when she's making a point where like try to account for your whereabouts six weeks ago. Yeah. But then as the episodes go on, we learned that that wasn't an average day. That was the day that your ex-girlfriend that you just broke up with disappeared. Uh-huh. The police called you. You went and did this kind of road trip thing with your friend. I mean, like, I can understand, like, not knowing the particulars of when you went to school in particular, but yeah. if a police, a policeman called you that day and you don't remember when, where you were when you got that phone call or why you were there, how long you were there, and the how you got there, that's fishy to me. So my perspective bit. is, I feel like at this point, I'm kind of, susp- I, I, I fall into, I think Adnan probably did it, mm-hmm. but I also don't think, um, I don't think you can, it's beyond reasonable doubt. Okay. So I don't think you should have been convicted. And also I think it's weird that a 17 year old committed murder you know i was used to you know you've heard this old joke about like man i wish i just killed my ex because i would have gotten out with eight and a half years in good behavior murderers used to get out on parole mm-hmm. uh, why is a kid that if if he did kill this this woman um why is he going to spend his entire life in jail do you think the man right now is the same guy, kid that could have potentially killed his ex-girlfriend I feel like oh, that I, I doubt it. 15 or 20 years. I don't know if he could kill now. Maybe. Who knows? But yeah. he's not the same guy. No. I mean, didn't people used to get out on parole and things like that, even if they committed heinous crimes? I mean, Probably. are we saying that we're just not even pretending that this is a correctional facility, an institution? Yes. No, we haven't. We haven't pretended that in a long time in this country. Uh, it's punitive. It's all punitive. None of it is to help. This life any in prison for a prison. minor. Being yeah. tried as an adult and then giving life in prison with no, no possibility of parole seems pretty pretty grim. So that's all I'm going to say about uh, the podcast. Yeah, that's uh, do a podcast on the podcast. Let me see. This is I don't know what this person's name is. Uh, Lil Keef. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Lil Keef because why not? All right. Uh, general question: What are some of your favorite Christmas traditions? This would be a real uh, easy question for you to answer, Jim. Yeah, yeah. I like to uh so one of my biggest traditions every year is uh I get up in the morning, I don't go to work because that's a national holiday, mm-hmm. and I play video games. I just play video games all day, man. I got Not nothing to way. do. Nothing to do on Christmas. Not a bad way to spend it. Um so like I've got two <laughs> there is um I've had three phases in my life where Christmas wasn't a thing because I was in our, our former religion that didn't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And what I like to do, our tradition then was we'd usually eat Chinese food and we uh, go see we go see a movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did that a couple of times with you, a couple of Christmases. Sure. And uh then on uh when I was in kind of the wilderness where I was out of the religion, but I didn't have a young child um or any kind of motivation to celebrate Christmas, I 
still did, did Chinese food. I did movie. the Chinese food. I did the movies <laughs> and I played a lot of video games. I did whatever the hell I want because it's yeah. like the one day, like nothing, there's nothing happening. Yeah. Like even half the filling stations around here are closed. Like mm-hmm. there's literally nothing going on. Uh, now, like, so the last three or four years I've gotten really big into Christmas and I, you know, uh, I love, I, I put up my tree the Friday of Thanksgiving weekend. I take down my tree, whatever the weekend after New Year's Eve is. And that's a huge thing with my family. You know, we take turns putting the ornaments up. My son helps me hang the lights and, and hang the tinsel and all that crap. Uh, my girlfriend loves to bake. And she makes, like, all kinds of different Christmas concoctions. We play Christmas music constantly. Oh, God. Like, starting around when we put up the lights, we just listen to Christmas music. There's I've got a... Uh, a secular Christmas music playlist on Spotify. There's uh, a channel. It's every four year. songs long. <laughs> no, it's it's quite it's 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 easier than you'd think to find 50, 60 secular Christmas songs. Uh, um, and there's this like warm ninety eight point five plays Christmas music from Thanksgiving until like New Year's twenty four seven around the clock. Hmm. So that's always good when you're in a car or whatever. Um, this year I started something new where I'm building a winter village. Uh, I've got a little, tra- I, I, I had a little train set that I inherited from when my grandmother died of all things. It's been sitting huh. in my closet forever. Mm-hmm. And we've got this little area above our fi- fireplace. That's like a little triangular area. It's, I don't know, maybe sure. five or six square feet, but the circle of that track fits in there. Perfect. So I got a, um, you know, a one inch layer of that, cla- that, that uh, cotton fleece stuff, or I don't know what you'd use it for that quilting. I put okay. that in there for snow, yeah. and I've got the uh, train tracks laid around it, and I've got some of those um, uh, plaster buildings. Ooh, they're fancy. just like just white form plaster buildings, and I I, I love painting miniatures yeah. like D and D minis and stuff like that. You're gonna be four years from now. You're gonna have a basement with a full table laid out. Yeah, your train set's gonna be set up. You're gonna have a snow machine above it, dropping yeah. snow on it constantly. Um, you're gonna be that guy. So, so we got the, the couple buildings we're painting it. I'm wanting to build like my girlfriend and I had this idea that we'll add each year something to it, and yeah. we want to do something from our hometown. So, like I'm building the Mooresville Water Tower. Oh, okay. Out of I PVC. thought you were gonna build like the main strip in Mooresville. Shit. <laughs> Put a Taco uh, Bell, <laughs> shitty, <laughs> shitty music store, Mr. Long John Video, Silver's, Karma Kroger. Records. Yeah, yep. the head shop. No, um, I put it at the water tower and I'm going to build uh, a scale model of the, her old elementary school because I guess that's uh, huh. Landmark and Wanamaker. Okay. And cool. uh, I just, every year, we're going to make it a little bit bigger and cooler. And yeah. uh, we got lights for it and everything. It's like, it's really, it's, it's disgusting. In, in five years, what I'm going to be is Clark Griswold because... Which is a what reference? It's a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation oh, reference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other thing is like, what I like to do, because uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a cheap bastard, is at the end of every Christmas, you know, Christmas lights are all like super cheap uh, and de- decorations are super cheap. So like at the week after Christmas, me and my girlfriend, Cecily, go around and we buy everything half off to make next year's Christmas even awesomer. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because when you get your Christmas stuff, out, it's like all the stuff is boxed up. It's like, oh, man, I could put twice as many lights on the tree now. And mm-hmm. that's another goal. I want my tree to look like it's visibly undergoing. It's in it's incandescing. Okay. It's like turning to plasma. That's my ultimate mm-hmm. goal for how many lights to put on that son of a bitch. Hmm. Um, so there, that's uh, that's the the Christmas tradition. And then of course you got the you know in the Christmas morning you open the presents. We have like six cr- Christmases this year, which I understand how some people get Christmas fatigue, but it's still oh, yeah. new enough that I don't. So like I got you know my my uh, 
uh, Cecily's family Christmas, my Christmas with my sister, Christmas with my dad. Like for next two weeks, it's going to be Christmas. It's like two or three Christmases a weekend. It's pretty mm. intense. Sounds like it. All right. Next question. Uh, da, 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 da. What is your choice spirit for putting in eggnog and can you share that spotify playlist yes i will share that spotify playlist. i don't know how to maybe i'll post it on the forums um i don't drink eggnog very often i'll give you a hint because i so if you get the you can get alcoholic eggnog and that's that's the way that's to go. what i, I do yeah. there's like a christian brothers brandy version i don't bother making my own if you can't get the eggnog that is pre-mixed alcohol then i would just get the eggnog that's like rum flavored or whatever and then introduce it to some of some of this. You, you don't need a lot. It it, it just it, it's it's ever clear, and you put that in yeah. there. And it's not going to flavor it. It's just going to give you the it's going to give you the uh, uh, the the go juice you're looking for. So that's my go to if I if I if I'm not getting premixed stuff that's already got the rum or the brandy or whatever in there. I'm uh, I'm throwing the diesel juice. Cause I don't want to okay. taste it. I want to taste like eggnog and just get it and get, have it get me fucked up. Yeah. Um, Oh, so you pronounce it. I like a T H F, but this is uh Oh, Tyler W slash warp Fox. What is a T H F? Is that alien ant farm or a T H F? Isn't that like some kind of, uh, it's probably a band. Yeah. Like an electronica band or something. It sounds, that sounds kind of right. I have a feeling he'll tell us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, what else? Well, the other thing I like to do during, on Christmas break is ski, but I'm broke this year, so that's not going to happen. I've managed to get season, yeah. I managed to get season passes at Perfect North for the last two years, but uh, wasn't in cars because it's, it's super expensive to ski, man. Yeah, especially that, when you got to rent your equipment every time you go. Well, see, I got the package where that's all included. Ah, okay. And I, and I was this close to just getting getting my. I, I probably would have this year if I had not quit my job to become a poor podcaster. Yeah. I'd have probably gotten like because I was switching to snowboard anyway. I'd probably just gotten snowboard boots and and hit out that way. But uh, I don't know. Levi is uh, telling me I need to come out to bring bring a jack out to his house he lives in mm-hmm. boulder levi if you don't know is a rocky mountain correspondent for personal arrogance so i need to come out there and go skiing or snowboarding with him and if i had the money i'd do it because man there's nothing nothing better than alpine skiing in colorado sure it's aqua scene hunger force i should have known that oh shit of course of course yeah. okay uh wes wants to know is there a current uh favorite board game would you ever consider playing one on lunch video hmm. Funny you should mention that. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I actually, I've been wanting to play like Battle for Hill 218 with you for one of these lunches because that's something you can play on multiple versions and they yeah, just yeah. did a Kickstarter reprinted because I, I went to, I f- couldn't find my deck for the longest time and I was just like, you know, well, shit, they're $5. I'll go buy one. They're out of print. Hmm. Like a, you, can, you can get used decks for like $100 off of eBay oh. right now. Jesus. Um, and like a new decks are going for like $200 on Amazon. It's crazy, but it's a really fun game. Uh, anyone asked me my go-to current favorite board game for two player is battles of Westeros. Yeah, that's, that's a hell of a game. It is a awesome game. It's complicated, but it's a great strategy game. It's, it's the, it's the most fun complex war game that you can actually finish in an evening. Yeah. In fact, it's kind of rewards like you blocking out six hours of play because th- the initial setup takes a long time, 
but it's mm-hmm. you want as soon as you get done playing it you want to go again and you <laughs> yeah. often want to say oh, i want to do that scenario and just retry a different strategy uh-huh. and it's cool to just like okay well everything's set up so just re get your guys and we'll we'll start again yeah um also my favorite group game uh game of i, I Game of Thrones board game is fucking tight, man. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica is pretty good, too. Battlestar Galactica is great, especially if you have a group of friends who enjoy... Fucking uh, each other. The... Enjoy a little intrigue in their games. It's like the serial podcast, except for everyone is suspected of being guilty. Yeah. There is no due process. There is no rules of evidence. It's baseless accusations test of character and loyalty yeah and every once in a while you roll dice to see how many cylons you pull up yeah that's that game's a ton of fun just because of the interactions you have with the other players because i guess we should say it's so you, you know it's you either know battlestar or you don't but the, the 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 core mechanic is one of your party is a cylon and you don't know who that is mm-hmm and the Cylon has various ways that they can fuck with the human interactions and more or less be hidden. And then if you do find them out, they can, uh, what, die and go to the Cylon resurrection ship and then really start fucking with you. So that, yeah, that yeah. one's fun. Mm-hmm. I think if there's anything else, I really like uh, Agricola. Yeah. That's, that's a, a fun, one. like, especially if it's a couple, like it's just you and your girlfriend or you and your boyfriend. That's a fun game to play. And yeah, for for easy ones, I like uh, just just like quick fun games. I like Carcassonne a lot. Mm. I think that's a fun one. Um, Flashpoint Fire Rescue. Yeah, that's a good one for multiple players, for like a bunch of people. And it can it's it, you can play with as little as two or three, but it really rewards it when you go up to like six. And I think it's more fun yeah. than I would pr- probably recommend Pandemic if you're looking for a co-op game. Mm, but sure. I think Flashpoint's more fun and faster to play and less prone for people to just like start quarterbacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, totally an option for us to play, uh, especially if we can find one. The battles of Westeros is too long. Hill 218 would work out well. Carcassonne, you could do Carcassonne for sure. Yeah. That'd be easy. Um, we actually, I, I, there's an idea we've got kicking around to like get with Fantasy Flight to do some sponsoring and us get and play like a full game of Battles of Westeros yeah. and like get the multiple camera angles and add music and make it like really dramatic. You know, uh, Tyrion Lannister charges with his force of uh, Lannister pikemen and is repelled. Oh by... my God, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> He's repelled that by, kind of shit. by Stannis and his Baratheon uh, cavalry. Uh, yeah, it'd be, that'd be cool. Um, uh-huh. But uh, someone has to then, show us the And then have that. a post game wrap up where sure. we where we quarterback it we say all right here's what they should here's what they did yeah. the strategy failed at this point here's what they should have done yeah make it like a sports of sporting event yeah yeah, that'd be really cool and the game's beautiful because we always have too. those conversations after we play that game sure. we we end up like oh man uh there was this one point where i just rolled bad or this one yeah. point where i made a mistake and got right. flanked and right if that had changed maybe this would have happened right or instead of trying to control this choke point if i'd have given that up Falling back, falling back. Maybe that because that's the thing is like, there's so many cool scenarios and they're all fairly well balanced that it takes a while to decide how you should play it. Oh yeah, because there's terrain advantages and there's forest and hills and rivers and like all kinds of stuff you got to be aware of. And uh, Mm -hmm. we kind of got in a rut where we're just playing the epic battle of uh, the Battle of King's Landing because no one can win it. 
Like yeah. from from the the Lannister side, nobody can win that. Well, the thing is, is we kept, and that's the other thing. We keep making mistakes on how to play the game. So we get through it yeah. and like, man, it seems like this is bullshit. And we read the rules like, oh, yeah, we're doing that wrong. And I don't think we've played it right yet. Yeah, I need a fantasy flight judge to come in there. and Robert Kuda, the designer, needs to come uh, fly out from wherever The funny thing at. is we did, like when we played that game for the first sure. time, we sat down and at a convention, I think Gen it was Con. at Gen Con, yeah, and played the game with under his tutelage, you know? it was Decided to buy it right then and there. Yeah, yeah. It was a really cool experience. Uh, and I could definitely tell it was a complicated game that we were going to get into. Yeah. So that's a good one. Um, I think that'll be about it. Mm-hmm. Next week, let's see. Let me look at the calendar here, because we're getting we're getting hard on it, Jim. I think next week we might yeah. do a little gift exchange. Okay, sure. It's the week before Christmas. Um, I know you and I are both traveling during the week of Christmas, which we might not have a lunch with Jim and Aaron. So yeah. might might get our gift giving exchange in next week for lunch with Jim and Aaron. And if I can find okay. my t- two eighteen, maybe we'll we'll uh, throw down. Fight over the hill. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Winner takes all the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, we won't unwrap them. Yeah. So that's that'll add a little. You know, it's like you bet you bet unwrapped presents, or you bet wrapped presents, and you don't know. Like maybe that's a good one, maybe it's a bad one. It's a big, but maybe it's a big empty box full of dog shit. Which I guess it wouldn't be empty, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. sure. I think you know what I'm saying. Mostly empty. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I forgot that they didn't have it set up with Jonathan Banks mode. God damn. Anyway, thanks for everybody for watching. Uh, we'll see you next week and mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned for more content. Got the, the Godfather podcast and celebration for 6 million yep. American horror, a breaking bad coming out today. I have a feeling uh, we're going to do something with our new camera techniques that we've learned. Certainly get a little bit more uh, mastery of that stuff. So uh-huh. anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting. And we will see you guys later. Bye.